Hi, my name's Alistair. And my name's Kat, and this is Bampop Productions Podcast. We're back, baby! <laughs> We're back. We're back. <laughs> we have been gone for a while. Um, life. I apologize to our listeners. I know you've been missing our back and forward. Yeah. Um, and what has happened in the time that we're gone? The situation everywhere in the world has gone from bad to worse to horrendous oh, to I, just downright hellish. I, see, I thought that it was more or less the same as when we left it. Mm, However, I haven't read it? the newspaper in a few months. Well, that's not correct. You actually get your news from Twitter and from news flashes that pop on your phone. So you actually are in touch with the news, Alistair. I don't actually own a phone. That's not correct. We're recording on your phone right now. It's actually that's an iPod, the telephone. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, do you remember the last podcast we did? Um, not really. Mm. I'm I'm not actually sure of the topics that it we was covered. Was it North Korea? Shinzo Abe. Shinzo Abe's assassination. Yeah. And very interestingly, we did that podcast a, a few days after he was shot, and now today is uh it's this week i can't i don't know if really? it's last week or or next week but um around about this time oh. is when they're having his state funeral in japan that's been it's quite been a, a long time wait and, and they're only now having the funeral yeah why did they take such a long time i'm not sure i really don't i haven't read anything else about it i thought oh, it's not been in the media potentially the queen's death maybe overshadowed it so that may have delayed it but i'm really not too too sure even then, that was quite a bit after he, he'd, he'd passed away. Yeah, because he passed away. Didn't he pass away maybe two months ago? Didn't he pass away in June or July? More than two months ago. More than... No, it wasn't May, was it? Was it May? June, July. Uh-huh. August, September. Now I'm the start of October, so that would be four months. Wait, that's a really months. long time. Yeah. Maybe it was the investigation because remember they said that this guy's mother had been part of this Gosh, that may have, um, yeah. church. I it's called to. the Moonies, but it's a South Korean church, so it would obviously go by another name oh, in their gosh, own language. Yeah, really tell me about but that. Yeah. the kind of so-called local term, at least in the UK press, is the Moonies. The Moonies. Because they make it out to be some kind of weird cull so that they're all living on the moon or something. What a stupid name. Uh, it doesn't really sound legit, to be honest. Like, no. if someone said they were part of the Mooney's church, I probably would question that. But, yeah. So, I didn't know the funeral had been taken this long. But, um, yeah, I think the news of Queen Elizabeth passing... Well, that's another thing, though. Queen Elizabeth II, uh, my eternal grandmother, is gone now. Uh, I had grandmothers, grandmother. but they all died, and she was just another. She was the eternal grand yeah, grandmother yeah. in the background. Um, but you really weren't very affected by her passing. A lot of people were really upset and crying. Or your I... grandmother. No. The late Queen Elizabeth the II. Queen, yeah, get No, <laughs> the late <laughs> Queen Elizabeth the Second. But we did both watch the funeral. Mm-hmm. Um. We, it looked almost perfect, but off camera, a lot of people were collapsing. You said that, yeah. I didn't read those stories either. I, I genuinely, like, it was, as much as I kind of 
roughly know what's going on in the world. I haven't read a lot of articles <laughs> recently or kind of caught up. You mentioned that. You showed me one or two videos and you said, be off, off the camera, there were even more people like kind of collapsing when they were standing watch and standing Yeah, so it looked perfect, but in reality, a lot of the imperfections yeah. were off camera and they weren't seen. Um, but a lot of policemen and a couple of soldiers did collapse, mm. but this wasn't seen as such. No. So what the public saw, at least on TV, um, was perfect. Like, it did look to me perfect. Um, and there was that one kind of bit where she was lowered and it was just so quiet in that chapel and I thought, wow, she really is gone. Um... But you we were, were never really a supporter of the monarchy as an institution, but you did always respect the Queen. Yes. Yes. Ever since watching The Crown, I appreciated how difficult her <laughs> life has been and decided that, that yeah. No, I think um, I'm not a fan of the royal family or having a monarchy. I think they're better systems, like... I think, generally, the people that live in a country should be sovereign over it, rather, and the government, rather than uh, a single person. Although it's a fairly good system of compromise we have in the UK, so I'm not like it's not like the most important political issue I think to deal with. Um, I think they actually do work very hard, and in terms of that word that everyone was throwing around, like duty, the idea of performing a duty and getting on with things. I think that's a really important um, kind of message, and I think the Queen did do that. You know, incredible life of privilege, so maybe a bit easier, but uh, certainly was a, um, a hard worker all through her life, and certainly within, I think, for me, there's a few politicians who really care about an idea or a value or an ideology or, you know, the nation. Um... And that'll, you know, those people will support many different policies, but different types of policies. You can get people on the very extreme left or the extreme right who have those views, but I don't know. I, I can have respect for anyone that will... God, what am I even saying? I'll, I'll support anyone. I do not support anyone. I really like politicians that have a guiding principle people in the public universe have a guiding principle that they believe in um, rather than someone that's say a bit wishy-washy and goes to and fro with things like... Pancake and flip-flops. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, for example, I I actually would prefer someone like Margaret Thatcher over, say, Boris Johnson. I feel Boris Johnson did not act with any kind of national interest and was very flip-floppy. Yeah, um, I don't think he had much of a vision. And Thatcher, as much as I dislike her policies and what she, she genuinely cared about an idea of Britishness and Britain being a strong country, I think misguided and uh, probably evil in a lot of ways, a number of people said, but at the same time she genuinely believed and I think genuinely cared about something that was British and I think the Queen from what I could tell, even if she did or didn't believe in it, kind of led as that example to people. You know, I think what you've said makes a lot of sense and it's very concise. Mm. Um, I think, yeah, I would agree with you because of her privilege and her position, a lot of people 
resented the former but right. respected the latter because mm. they resented the position that she had which That's gave her yeah. a lot of power and a lot of money as well because the queen actually was very wealthy in a private sense she was yeah, yeah. not just in a yeah. public sense because you need to bear in mind that public taxes pay for the family and sure. their official um and their official stuff separately to her private like the estate where she died at that's actually privately owned by the royal family that's not part of what the government um handles so i think a lot of people res resented the resented the former being her privilege and her position but they respect the latter being her sense of responsibility mm -hmm. and the duty because she didn't really have a choice and in her mind she wanted to have longer having fun and being a princess, I think, yeah, rather than yeah. being pummeled on the stage at the age of, what, 25? She's young. Yeah. Um, and she didn't have a choice in that because the father passed away, unfortunately. Not suddenly, because I think they all knew he was sick. Yeah. Um, but I think when his passing did happen, it was quite, you know, he died in his sleep, apparently. That's what they say. <laughs> I, that's the official kind of yeah, narrative. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so I would uh I would agree with you. I think it's certainly see I would want the privilege but not the responsibility. <laughs> so I wanna live the life of her uncle <laughs> that had abdicated, that had meant that her father had to take the throne. But so I would want to be like, you know, have like money and have fun. I, I I'm not sure about that. It's like I mean the whole kind of message behind there's a meaning in that story, uh, like I know it really happened, but there's kind of a, a deep meaning of, like, it, it's actually a happier life, I think, overall to perform your duty than it is to, to I guess, give in to, like, yeah, to go and well, to run away, and yeah, and run away. Like, his was a quite a sad life where it was spent really on the, think so? well, it was kind of spent his hmm. time on the kind of. French Britain, yeah, but yeah. never like always longing to cut, like not being allowed to come back, like you know, no, that was his punishment. Ex exile, like that's not a, it's not a joyous thing. I don't think that's that. And even if it's a life of fun, like I think shirking a responsibility kind of kills you more inside than because you feel like a failure and a coward. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, I see where you're going. So maybe all the fun and, you know, parties and doing what he wanted actually was quite shallow, perhaps, mm. in his heart. He always felt that, you know, he inadvertently killed a brother and he sure. ran away and he cut off all ties with the family for the love of Mrs. Wallace Simpson. Mrs. Wallace. Mrs. Wallace Simpson, yeah. She was an American, right? Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she was in America. She was, I believe, from Pennsylvania. Really? Pennsylvania? Yeah. Do you not think kind of their story is a bit like Harry and Meghan, but because society's oh, yeah, changed, people sure. were a bit more yeah. initially accepting, but then Harry and Meghan kind of were total dingbats. And I like Harry and Meghan. I don't know Harry and Meghan. <laughs> I think they should be king and queen. They're still in line of succession. They should be. If everyone dies before them, if a whole, if at least five people die before them, then Harry gets the throne. 
I don't want. He's dropped to six. Charles, William, and his three kids. They don't kids. need to die. It could be that they all abdicate. In theory, they could all abdicate. William, or there might be circumstances. William could abdicate. He could. His children... His three children... Could abdicate. And um, Harry could... I don't really know how that would work, actually. No, I mean, Harry actually still isn't... See, Harry isn't a working royal, but I read articles that are saying he's still in the line of succession. Because yeah. it's not like he doesn't exist within sure, the family. Yeah. Like, he's there. He's just on the precipitous. <laughs> he's on the precipitous. The precipitous. He's on the precipitous. He's on the precipice. precipice. <laughs> the precipitous. I used to joke about that. I know. Yeah, I think... Um, I think it's fun times. I think it's going to be interesting to see how they... I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting to see how the royal family gets over... the divisions of a modern... Yeah. So, what I'm saying is, you know the... Um, the king that abdicated, like that was because Ed- Edward, yeah. He wanted to marry like a, a divorcee kind and of thing. And have fun. Yeah. And, and Yeah, and, and enjoy the fun side of being king and not the responsibility side of being was king. Is that really part of it? I didn't know that. I thought I don't it was think he wanted the responsibility. I thought it was just the marriage side that was the reason given. Mm, that's what they say, but isn't it? I've never heard anything contrary to that is the thing. I didn't know that was Contrary. I've never well, heard that's what they say in the media. They say no because he always said that he abdicated yeah. for love, so he abdicated for her. But, but could it was... also have been the fact mm. that he wanted to be with her, but he also didn't want responsibility and he wanted the privilege, but not the responsibility. Gosh, again. And he did yeah. actually end like they didn't make children. They didn't have any responsibilities. They lived in a big house in France at loads of right. parties. Controversy. Yeah. Yeah. So I think kind of it wasn't just. Sure. I think it was her, no, but I think it was it, also yeah. other things. Because if he was about... Because, like, why would he choose someone like her in the first place? Love. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, though, if he was really into the position, then he would have chosen a woman that was from an aristocratic background. No, for sure. Which was tying in with what was then yeah. they did. Now, more recently, you have... William that marries Kate who's middle class girl or that's what the papers say although her family are <laughs> yeah. very wealthy it's like her family are very wealthy um, they party plan She's their way to wealth <laughs> they party plan well the Americans say that she was a commoner and I don't think the Americans really know what that or means commoner yeah, yeah 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 because everyone's common bar the select few sure. that are from the aristocratic line yeah <laughs> so uh, like I don't so I don't know if the Americans really know what commoner means in the context of royalty, to be honest. Um, like I think maybe they view it a bit differently because they don't have a royal family in the US. Well, was this woman from Pennsylvania a member of the aristocracy? Like, was her family aristocratic back? Like, where did well, they come I don't from really historically? Know her story. Or was her family like... She was from Pennsylvania. Yeah. She was an American woman. She had been couple of marriages as far as i know she didn't have any children so there's a lot of industry in pennsylvania so i mean it, it could have been just like yeah you know, middle class or commoner coming over on a ship and maybe their family yeah you know, just was industrialist or something but, but i think they must I don't have know if they had way. aristocratic money or anything when they went over it yeah i think they must have met a fancy party or something yeah 
Um, but I don't. So I think the reason that he abdicated was while he gave that as a reason, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's really annoying and distracting. What? Listeners, <laughs> what? Alistair what? is swinging around. A radio. Shortwave radio. A shortwave oh. radio and he's just been poked in the face by his own antenna. But, it's kind of, <laughs> it's off balance, right? Like, yeah. it's holding it. You know those wee ropes that you get on radios that you put yeah. around your wrist and it stops it yeah. falling off? It was kind of, like, unbalanced and I was shaking it around and it was unpredictably uh-huh. batting around and I was trying to avoid it. And then you said it was, like, distracting, but I thought it was fun. Oh, uh, well, I don't know if I would say it's fun, but... Okay. And who... Sorry, you were saying that Pennsylvania is a state. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a state. Yeah, I think. Yeah, In it's America. A state. Wait, yeah, it's a state. The United States of America. Pennsylvania is a state, yeah. And you were saying that the capital of Pennsylvania uh, was... P. Philadelphia? That's a cheese. Oh, I got you. <laughs> you, you just got me now. You do, and Philadelphia is in a city. It's a cheese. Okay, that's fair enough. Fair dues, yeah. <laughs> the capital of Pennsylvania. The big cheese, as they say. I don't actually know. Um. Okay, I feel this conversation is dying, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna lead on to the next topic. I actually wanted to talk about the um, the the king. The king. Yeah, and the fact that the king that abdicated married this woman, Edward. and it was uh, yeah, and it was a big. Big scandal, but the thing uh, that was a scandal for him back then is like just really commonplace now. Like because society's a, changed and generations more, later, yeah. yeah. Like you know, the current king is married to is well, I would. Mm, were they divorced when Diana died, or were they divorcing? No, regardless, they were officially divorced okay. when she died. So the you've got a divorcee king and a divorcee wife. Yeah, like that's exact. It's funny that that's like literally the next monarch in the UK. It, like. Well, two after he like, had to abdicate over the same thing, like just change. And I guess I wonder where it goes then from there. Like, kind of Harry and Meghan were kind of more modern than that, but maybe a bit too much. Or maybe, maybe if they were in line for the throne, like they would put it up. Like, you know, if, she, if he was the heir to the throne, then maybe they would put up with their shenanigans a bit more and kind of make it the new normal for the royal family because. Yeah. Although I'm not convinced that Harry and Meghan were what you call too modern. I think they were, I think they were too individualistic for the right. royal family. But I think one of the reasons, I think, and I'll never know, like we will we'll never know. I think one of the reasons why Harry married Meghan probably is because he wasn't that happy with the way things were for him in the royal family. He maybe yeah. felt he didn't have much of a purpose. He felt he wasn't doing much. He had dropped to, you know, mm. six in yeah. line. Um, and she was very different. And I think maybe she also seems someone who's quite assertive. Um, she seems like quite a strong personality. Yeah. So maybe she. So maybe he wanted to leave, didn't have the balls, and she was the catalyst as well. Um, and the fact that she's painted the royal family as racist, to be honest with you, we'll never know. Because the thing is, though, it's not just the family; it's an institution. Yeah. And the firm comes first. So, mm, and like, right. bear in mind that they weren't nice to Princess Diana and she was a white English woman. So I'm not convinced that, because it's easy for Megan to say they're racist because yeah. she's mixed. But could it be also that... If she wasn't, they would have been mean further. Yeah, mm-hmm. because like, they are the royal family. <laughs> yeah. 
like I like I said, they're not just a family; they're an yeah. institution. And look at the members. Like look at Andrew. Yeah. And Fergie and the rest of the Mongs. Do you know what I mean? Like, There's a thing with institutions where like you don't like not just any groups. I think where the stakes are quite high and you're doing important stuff. Like you don't like when individuals come into the group. They need to adapt to the group, not the other way around. Like Megan didn't adapt, yeah. and I think Harry probably knew well. that. that yeah. which is why they had to leave. Yeah. and it's like that's obviously how it goes. Like you can't have an institution that's, as you say, a thousand years old, and it stand like it's not going to stand the test of time if it's changing every time someone else comes in. Like yeah. if it's if it's worked for a thousand years, it's probably going to keep working if you just keep doing the same thing. Yeah. And actually, the, the stakes are really high for the family in it. Like, you know, the consequences of, like, getting it wrong as a royal family is that you and all your kids get their heads chopped off. Like, that's living memory. Well, well, that was the case decades I, ago. But decades isn't that long. Like, Currently, Philip you... lost most of his family through execution in, in Greece. Like That was, like, a very long time ago. It was, but it was within their kind of living memory of stuff that has yeah. happened. And I guess, kind of, like, it's... You know, it's literally one generation where that isn't really done anymore. But it's been... You never know in history. Like, things change quite quickly. I don't know. I still think it's high-stakes game. Like, they certainly put their lives on the risk on the line doing it in a way that most people don't. I never really thought about it in that way. I think the, the murder rate for royal family members... Like, the rate at which royal family members are killed is probably higher than the average person on the street. Mm. I mean, even today with things like the IRA and whatnot, like... I think that's probably to a certain extent true. Either that or their power's just slowly taken away from them and they eventually become, like, props. Because even the European royal families yeah. are quite are they not more or less just constitutional mon- monarchies yeah, they don't really do much, yeah. yeah they're kind of like props they don't really they actually do far less they have a far oh, less yeah, active role yeah. constitutionally than the monarch does in the uk like... well also the british royal family have a commonwealth as well yeah. so they do a lot of official tours abroad but a lot of the european ones don't really have that but that was interesting because i thought i didn't know that the commonwealth was not like it was headed by the monarch, but I didn't realize. But I didn't realize that that was not, uh, like Queen Elizabeth was given that role, but I didn't. I thought that was hereditary. I didn't realize that it was open for negotiation, like different people. I thought it was. Also, oh, she wasn't just handed it. No, she had to. No, and actually, Prince Charles. There was a debate over whether he would be offered that or whether the Commonwealth nations would want to elect someone else to head it. The Commonwealth is, I think. It seems relatively separate to the monarchy as well because yeah. Was, I thought it was interesting. I didn't know that. I just assumed that it was part and parcel. I didn't realize it was like a separate, like international organization. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Actually, I never really thought about that. Yeah, weird. Oh, that's a good point. I never really thought about that before. Okay, I I just don't know where what the future is under. King Charles the Third, but me neither. Or under um, Liz Truss, for that matter. Um, yeah, I'm not really convinced by Truss. No, I'm less convinced by Charles. Oh. <laughs> no, uh, I'm really convinced by them both. I think they'll both do a fantastic job. 
don't think um, Boris Johnson had stepped down when we last did our podcast. So that's that whole oh, election. Is Bojo still in power? Yeah, that whole and leadership election God. took place since. Bojo, honestly, I just like, oh, I can't really thank him. I'm kind of glad he's gone, but now I've got that warm trust in. Just like a total worm. Um, okay, let's move on from the royal family. So, God save the queen. And, God save the king. And God, yes. So, God the queen save is the king. God save the king. <laughs> the queen is dead. God save the king. Sears. <sighs> anyway, um, yes, Ukraine. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah. So what that little to... minor mm-hmm. blurb in the news. Yeah. <laughs> That so since huge. our last podcast, Russia has annexed part of Ukraine. Four regions um, or four provinces yeah. of Ukraine. Uh, they've made the biggest a... land grab in Europe since World War Two. Mm-hmm. the Times are saying. The Times are um, I love it without notes you can reference where you're getting your... I can good. reference. I've got a good memory, baby. Um, and Mr. Putin, or Mr. P as I like to call him, has said... A handful of times now that he's going to nuke Ukraine and he's not kidding. Mm-hmm. I say we call his bluff. I say all the world leaders turn around and go nuke him and we call his bluff. Because when someone keeps saying that they'll do something and they don't, 90% of the time they won't do it. It's time to get him. Yeah. Well, but would you take that chance with him? I say we should take him out. I think he needs to go. Do you think so? I don't know if we can even take the chance that he's bluffing on it. Because I suspect that he is. But would you really take that chance the guy? But then what happens if his own people deal with him? Or maybe external powers do? What, what will happen then, in your opinion? I don't know. I think it's a fairly modest land grab he's taken. And if I'm going to be perfectly honest, I think it's well-deserved. Um, they've been fighting a lot. They've certainly sacrificed a lot for it. They haven't fought particularly well, particularly ably or competently. But they certainly had a lot more heart in the game than I think anyone else. Um, and I think that if they had the same access to resources that Ukraine had through NATO, I actually think they would have given it a much harder harder push. So I do think it's quite appalling that Ukraine has now invaded Russian territory, like literally hours after these this, these regions voted to become part, to become Russian, that they were invaded by Ukraine. And I don't think see anyone... I don't see anyone um, condemning Ukraine for that. That That's weird to me that we spent all this time containing Putin for it, but when the shoe's on the other boot, suddenly we're not too... too we're, no one's prepared to say, actually, Ukraine, ease up there. You sound like a Kremlin spokesman. Like, like you know that this town that the Ukrainians have taken is part of the region that's been annexed by Russia yes, through, like, sham Russia, right. elections. Well, it's a referendum. 97% seems It's a referendum of the people. High. But that seems unbelievably high. So it should be Russian then, if that's what they want. And there were cases of, kind of, men with guns, and they would go to a door and they would ask you to vote. It's a war zone, so they had to have guns for protection. Do you really think what the Russia what the government and the Russian military have done by annexing Ukrainian land is correct? Well, first of all, historically, it's Russian land. So get that right. (laughs) (laughs) How can I have a legit conversation with you when you you just take things? It's like... 
they're now just rounding up men on the street and shoving yeah. them into the back of trucks. And uh, there's recently been a video that's been released that it's a Russian commander talking mm-hmm. and he's speaking in Russian. It's been dubbed over in English. I don't know whether it's real or not, but it's viral. And, you know, they say that it is correct that he was saying they had to buy tampons mm. for the bullet holes that yeah. they would probably get. And I'm like, really? Like, they're cannon fodder, and it's, like, really depressing. And you just, like, all their flights are sold out. You know, you see traffic jams of miles of just cars trying to get away, just filled with guys. Um, Everyone's just crossing the borders into whatever country. Loads of them have piled into uh, the UAE region. Loads have piled into Turkey. Right. to Georgia, to Kazakhstan, I think. Turkey. Um, yeah, so a lot of the men are running away. I don't know if there'll be any men left if this war continues. Um, I mean, I would do the same if I was a guy and if I had a son, I would be like, listen, just take my last couple of thousand rubles and get as far as you can away from here. Uh, that's what I would do. Um, I, I, I just don't know how it could get worse. Um, well, the nuclear outcome is obviously horrendous but what what would happen if there is a nuclear war alley and say if a nuclear weapon does hit the uk say like whereabouts in the uk like Fazlane. where is Fazlane? in scotland okay (laughs) okay so Um, can you walk us through the likely outcome of the scenario if that happens how do i understand what you're saying that that you you're saying that Let's say if a nuclear war does happen that's led by Russia because of Ukraine. Right. And let's say if they start to target other countries that have supported Ukraine, Uh like the UK, for example, how would that pan out for us specifically? Probably be fine. But can you walk us through that? Well, we're not. The likely outcome. We're not in a. Because remember, you like show me that website and the winds and the blast zone and the fallout zone and all that stuff. Oh yeah, it was called like what's it called the nuke map or something. It's an interesting website. Yeah, I'm not too sure what would happen. I don't think anyone knows exactly, but I think nuclear war is more survivable than most people seem to think. It's not a good thing, but I think. I don't know, for others, like, we were kind of talking about this, like, what would we do? I think the advice is, like, stay inside your house, like, minimum kind of 24 hours. Like, just stay inside as far away from the window as you can. Ideally, if you can stay inside and not open the window and not go outside at all for two weeks, you're pretty good. Like, you'll, you'll be fine. Most of the radiation has kind of decayed away by that point, and, like, you're probably okay. Um... So I don't know, I just have a bit of water ready and, uh, you know, a few weeks worth of food. And then, you know, if you survive it, you can enter the, uh, the apocalyptic wasteland and go fight for scraps. Like a Mad Max Mad scenario. Max, yeah, yeah. And enjoy so it. if it hit Glasgow, let's say, mm-hmm. you think that depending on the winds, we probably wouldn't even receive the fallout. Like, we're definitely not within the blast zone. Definitely not. For Fazlai, no. That's the other thing. Their weapons are kind of a bit smaller than most people, I think, appreciate. Like, I think... I don't know what a small nuke means. Well, I know it's like it's still large, I get that. But I think... I've heard some people talk as if, like... You know, if a, if a weapon hit Scotland, like, half of Scotland would be destroyed. It's like, it's not Jesus. like that. It's, 
it's smaller. It doesn't, it doesn't, I don't know. I honestly don't know what would happen. You just kind of, we take it bit by bit, I think. See how it goes. And you think if we lived in the basement, we could live in the basement for two weeks with the cat. If we access to water, it would be okay. Yeah. And then we come out and you think that, that the fallout zone, meaning that the radioactivity wouldn't affect us. I don't think, I, don't, I mean, I have no idea. I have no idea. I mean, in Scotland, we store nuclear weapons at Faslane, so maybe that spews some more shit up that's worse. But, you know, where we are, the wind doesn't normally blow in this direction, so it's going to be a wee bit more... Um, uh, it's going to be unlikely that, you know, it kind of dumps it there as well. Plus, it depends how high the weapon is detonated. Like, if it's at surface level, it'll spew up a lot of shit, but... It's detonated in the air, then there'll be very little radioactivity, like almost none actually, negligible. So, honestly, I think uh, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, not really looking forward, but <laughs> you're looking forward to living. I'm prepared for in a post-apocalyptic war zone. Yeah, well, not having to no, fight for you're right, you're right. a non-radioactive right. potato. <laughs> yeah, how cool would that be? Um, I think. It would be like a Mad Max type of scenario. Yeah. Don't know how we would fare because we can't really drive. Also, I can't imagine the cat as a Mad Max so, cat. <laughs> can you imagine Lucy with the wee actually, eye Actually, I think we can drive. So, one, you actually do know how to drive. Um, In theory, the, I haven't driven the for The issue a while. that you have I don't like driving. with driving is other people on the road, actually. <laughs> In an apocalypse where there's no one else. <laughs> there's no one else. You'd actually be fine. <laughs> The other thing is, well, I don't have a license. I'm actually fairly competent at driving, so uh, I well, you can say I'm all you like, but you know, okay. Funny. You become the bad nice driver, yeah. And you crash into every single house on the way. Well, you're welcome to walk to the <laughs> to, to New you. Eden or whatever they call the uh, the survival shelter where everyone lives. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> New Eden. Yeah. Where's New Eden come from? Where's New Eden come from? Oh god, okay. Well, I don't really know. A few months ago when the Ukrainian war began, I said, you know, I really don't know how it's gonna end. And it just went from bad to worse to horrendous to hellish. And now there's they're talking nuclear. Huh. So Canadian television mockumentary series. About a woman's cult or something? You uh-huh. read A woman's cult? Yeah. Okay, that sounds different. Something about Eden's gay? I have no idea. I've never, I've never heard of that. So I don't really know how it's going to end for Ukraine. Like, I really... I mean, the war's only been going on for a couple of months and look at the damage already. I mean, the beauty of it is that Ukraine is winning and pushing it back. And Putin has already said, like, we want to quit and just take our gains and go. So Ukraine's actually in the position of strength now. They can decide whether they want to push to recapture that territory or if they um, if they want to kind of surrender it and just get on with kind of being a country again. Those regions were always a wee bit tricky for Ukraine because they do have large movements that want to be part of Russia there. Mm-hmm. The security issue has been a problem for a while in those those parts. Yeah, um, for you, several years. Yeah, and you see this like with Crimea as well, how quickly that went to people being fairly happy just being part of Russia. It's uh, 
not to say it's right or anything, like, not get into the morality at all, but I actually don't, like, as it is just now, I think Ukraine would probably be a bit like, eh, cool. Like, the wealthiest part of the country is also, like, Kiev as well, like, capital city in the, in the east, so... The country was politically so unstable the last since all of the Cold War. Like, it keeps flipping between... You know, the there's east and the west. And yeah. east and the west. Actually, if you take the largely eastern-supporting eastern parts of the country and put them in Russia mm-hmm. and leave the largely western-supporting parts, as Ukraine, you'd probably find it's a far more stable country overall. Um, so if the country is divided and separated... Yeah, probably. I mean, it's... I'm not sure. Beyond that, I actually do think that... Um, Ukraine seems very keen to keep pushing and taking um, this land back, which I think Russia knew was going to happen. Like, their lines are collapsing. I think Russia will try and fortify the position, see if they can hold it. And if they can, they might just grind out a stalemate where Ukraine agrees to it. If they can't, it's then, you know, Russia's got to decide, do they want, like... I guess at that point nuclear weapons are on the table, but um... I think they're already on the table according to what Putin's saying. But he said that several times. Now, if he launches a nuke, then he knows himself that he's finished. Because um, I'm certain I'm not, that if he yeah. starts to damage the interests of the Russian elite and his own people, yeah. which is inevitable if he goes nuclear, right? Then they will take him out. So I'm not. I am certain because they don't care about the average Russian. Now that's the way it works in many countries. Even in a democracy, because that's the nature of power. But if he really begins to right. damage the interests, not of his country as a whole, but of those people that are around yeah. him, then they will look for ways. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just... Either that or external factors, like the Americans no, or that, the Americans and the Europeans will find a way to... Because they can't all go down because of him no, and can't. his madness. No, well, I don't think he is mad. He's far from mad. I, th- I think he's bad. Bad, but right, yeah. But I, I don't think, think so. he's mad. No, I, I think there's a huge mad. difference. One being that you're so I have to say it. as well, it's also kind of rational what he's doing. It annoys me how many people say that these people are mentally ill or insane and whatnot. It's like, actually, given all the like the situation and the condition that they are in, um, it's a fairly reasonable way to want... Not reasonable as in it's good, but... You can see why they've made the decision to do this. Like Russia spends a hell of a lot of money on their military, but they're a poor country, but like overall. Shit. The, but this is the thing, though. Um, you can't compete against like high. So they've actually always been shit. Um, the even when it was the Soviet Union, but uh. they cannot compete with um America. The West in general, but mainly America in terms of technology, and technology beats everything on the on the battle field. Um, oh yeah, it's not the amount; it's the tech and it they know the how tech. to use it. And the the Americans are so so good with tech that there's no way that Russia could win. That's why the nukes are there and on the table as a weapon mm-hmm. because the technology that kind of levels the playing field for the 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 technology. Because um, I don't know if Russia's ever fought a lot of wars. Like, is the Russian in Federation... In the same way as... 
in the Soviet Union fought wars. Soviet Union did. Like, they were in Afghanistan. Um, I guess they call these things like peacekeeping and war, but they were yeah. in... Yeah. Most of the wars that America fought over the last... Because America's been involved in century, wars every decade. Was the, the Soviets were in the same one? Like, they were... Like, that was all... So the Soviet Union and the Russian they Federation were in the Korean a history war. of fighting. Yeah, they were in the Korean War. They were in the Vietnam War. Yeah. They were involved in all these areas. No, the Russians weren't in Vietnam or Korea. They actually were. They? were so they were... Well, North Korea, though. North Korea, yeah. What was yeah. then... Yeah. Not North Korea. Yeah. Sorry. Led by eternal leader, yeah, now yeah, yeah. Kim Jong-sung, yeah. which was... The communist law that just happened to be in what was the Northern Korean Peninsula, yeah. the Soviet Union was involved with that. It was. But did they actually have men over there in so Czech? That was or interesting. Was it more thing. them just giving them permission they to actually, fight? No, they actually did. Um, there was a. They actually put Soviet. They officially they gave, like, aircraft to. Um, so both Czech. Vietnam, yep, and the, um, to the communists in Nam and to but. Actually, they also put their own pilots in them as well. So there were moments where Soviet pilots were fighting American pilots in the sky, and it's like that. So they were actually like fighting as a war. It was like it was. They were the two combatants. So it was like it was a yeah. They actually did a little bit, not as much, but they did. But then I do think that the Soviets. What was I saying there? We we were talking about Soviet Union and experienced fighting into the Russian Federation. The tech, yeah, I think Putin's doing like the threats of nuclear weapons are actually fairly reasonable. I think, um, given that they would lose any conventional war if you want to, you know, you have to. The other thing is, as far as they're concerned, I think, as far as the elites in Russia are concerned. They want to be able to The elites in Russia? I'm not sure actually where I was going with that. No, I was talking about yeah. kind of like trying to fortify their position and that if Putin did go nuclear, what would the elites do? And then we started talking about Soviet Union and the Russian Federation and their experience with wars and with conflict. War and that, yeah. I was I, I kind of going in the general area that, like... I don't even know where I was going with that. It doesn't quite make sense. No, I think I'm, I am I'm good. I'm good. I don't really have much to say about it. So, Soviet Union and Russian Federation do have experience fighting because bear in mind that the Chechnyan wars also happened in the 1990s and the 2000s as well. Yeah. But what I hear about the Russian military is that they're really strong and yet look at what's happened in Ukraine. So I think grafting corruption... No, but then you hear this though. Or they they do put on a show of force because you see all the parades in Moscow where they march up and down and they have all their tanks. So I think there is a show of force shown, but I think in reality because of grafting corruption and the way the countries and the system works... I I think probably the army isn't very good. And I think because they do conscription, they have a lot of guys yeah. doing it. Secondly, I was reading an article in the New Yorker and a lot of provinces and regions, particularly more remote parts, there's not a lot of prospects for young guys. So they join the army, their pay is okay, and they get away from home for a bit. Hmm. Um, uh, the Dagestan region has suffered the most deaths. That's that? a yeah. province in Russia that's that's very near Ukraine. 
um, there's an article there. There's a funeral almost every single week now Bad. since the war's wow. begun. And most of them are young men, like in the early 20s. And a few of them survived. They came home and they killed themselves. Really? Yeah, yeah. I lo- but I think the PTSD and the trauma from war and conflict is very common. So I think that outcome isn't that uncommon for men that kind of enter yeah. any conflict zone, actually. I think you find that statistically is quite high. That's whether they're from there or not. I read something today about um, uh, Ukrainian soldiers having PTSD from the number of dead Russian soldiers they were seeing. And yeah, I was just like... It's quite sad. <laughs> Yeah, it's horrendous. Like, yeah, the amount of deaths have yeah. happened in a very short amount of time. Yeah. It's a uh, winning in peace. That's the thing. Like, no one ever wins in a war. What a stupid no. thing. Because the one that wins in the military context actually yeah. has lost in terms of the fatalities and the casualties sure. and the trauma. Um. So, I. Yeah, it's... See, when the war began, the kind of narrative that was pushed and what you heard in terms of stories, you thought it couldn't get worse. You know, the gang rape, the killing, which actually is a very... That's just what war is. And and then you just hear they've annexed land. Right. And it's still continuing, and they're still fighting, and Putin's saying that he's going to go nuclear. And it's like, and then you're hearing that he's now forcing men and he rounds them up like they're cattle. And a lot of them have just ran away. Like, you keep thinking it couldn't get worse. And every time you read the newspaper, it does get worse. Sure. Um, which is why sometimes I have to force myself to look at the sky and think, what a beautiful cloud that is. <laughs> oh, no. Back to the war zone. Um, but I, Yeah. I mean, it's horrendous. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. So. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. It's bad. Uh, yeah. It, it's. Let's just end on the know of that. It's, it's bad. It's bad. I don't know if we'll have another pod. We might all be dead from nuclear, nuclear radiation. Nuclear war, yeah. Living well, in a Mad Max post-apocalyptic world. Well, With any... only our artificial flowers for company. Well, this is it. If uh, if the worst comes to the worst, we'll make our living doing podcasts out the back <laughs> of a truck. <laughs> a truck which we can't drive. Oh, we'll hire someone to drive it. We'll just talk <laughs> the, to the crowd. The, the zombie mutant yeah. driver. <laughs> Why did you do that? I didn't mean You've to. ruined everything. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Bye from Cat. Bye from Alistair. Bye from Alley Cat. And mm. bye from Bam Pot Pod. Check us out on Bam Pot Pod on Twitter. At Bam Pot Pod on At Twitter. At Bam Pot Pod on Twitter. Okay, bye. 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 Bye.